contest straight down. A goal and they win it. Well, Nat Nui, he gets the kick. Oh, yes! Oh, my goodness! Is this one to remember? Welcome to Clicking Balls, the AFL podcast looking at round 21. Um, my name's Heath, but as always, we'll start with the first question. So, Josh, what is your highlight from the weekend past? Oh, it's hard to go past big Nick Nat, isn't it? It, it is the highlight. Like, it's those goals that decide the game should be goal of the year, but they never are. Uh, just for a bloke like that coming back from injury, and uh, you know, everyone knows he's a phenomenal talent. Uh, to do what he did, rove the uh, tap and grab it and snap it, Unbelievable. Well, he managed to um, beat Shield to the roving of the, yeah. of the ruck. Which, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think Shield got like 10 disposals. I might have written down here. Uh, he got a, a shit ton of the ball anyway, yep. so he's done well to the very death of it when the game's aligned to be able to outrove Daniel Shield. So, well done to Nick Nat. Yeah, it's one of those ones where you, GWS would go, oh, hang on, can we do that again? Yeah. Because like, it was great commentary as well. They're saying all GWS need to do is bring it down to their feet. And they did exactly that, and still Nick Nat got away with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, Brenton, your highlight from um, the weekend past? My highlight was not going to the MCG at all the whole weekend. <laughs> yes. Um, enjoy some sunshine with, uh, you know, a pretty decent mood for one day. One day. Yeah. <laughs> so, didn't watch the Tigers game then? Oh, of course I did. Of course I did. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get into that. All right. Well, we might as well get straight into it, because it's actually a pretty decent round of footy. Um, yeah. Like every man and his dog has pointed out, the most games in a round decided by a goal or less of all time. Yeah. Um, which is not a bad little effort. So starting with Bulldogs versus Collingwood, which is decided by a goal or less. Yeah. And when, after this game was over, you wouldn't have thought that there's going to be one that would beat it as, in terms of closeness for the no. round. And um, I was really impressed with Chalor given his all, but I found it funny where... Uh, there were so many mistakes, like so many turnovers, kicks to the opposition, which was frustrating watching it. But you'd see Trelaw kick it to someone, they'd fumble it, fuck it up, try to hand pass, get tackled, and you know straight away that Trelaw's probably maybe 10 metres out of yeah. your, the left side about to come through and get it. And sure enough, on cue, there he comes, gets his own little rove. It's fair to say um, they've got everything they thought they would have got out of Trelaw. Yeah, I reckon more. He's probably the second best recruit of the year. Just yeah. because of Dangerfield, but in any other year, he's recruited the year by far. Yeah, and especially yeah. with the outs that they've had there. I mean, they struggle with injuries, but I mean, Swan has been on the bench and he played two minutes this year. Two minutes, yeah. yeah. So, um, Shulaw's really filled in that gap. And with Swan, I think they've, well, he has announced it, but didn't Robbo announce his, oh, his retirement? Or yeah, or? Robbo d- can do that kind of thing. Okay, I suppose. Uh, what, lie? I'll make it up, take a half truth. Well, he's going to retire sometime, so. He's, yeah, yeah. he's going to be right eventually. You, you either got a scoop or you're a clairvoyant. Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny. Uh, there was one part there where Darcy Moore uh, accidentally got pushed into the fence, and it wasn't a free kick. Yeah. Uh, no, they got paid a free kick, but it wasn't fifty, and it wasn't reported. Yeah. It wasn't even looked at or anything yeah. like that. Um, and he started bleeding. Yep. We were watching the game with Dad, and he's like, "He's got blood. He's got to go off." I said, "No, nah, don't worry about Dad. It's just paint off the fence." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I expected Dad to laugh. He's like, "Oh no, yeah, fair enough." He's like, "I didn't think of that." Dad. <laughs> Digital fence. Yeah. <laughs> Digital the sign signage of, these days. It's a sign of how old you're getting. How good was Darcy Moore in that game? He played well. And yeah. it, was, it was funny hearing about Travis Cloak kicking three goals or something yeah, in the Vs. Five. five goals. Doesn't matter if Darcy Moore's playing those sort of games up in front. Exactly. He, I think he played better than the game he got the Rising Star nod for. Yeah. I thought like, he played a leadership role in that game. Yeah. So, and this, this weekend, I thought he was very, um, I thought he was integral in that forward line. His ability to take a, a pack mark without having the strength, but just being able to read the ball very well while it's in the air, I thought, and yeah. position very well because he gets pushed out a little bit easier. So he's found a way to sort of come that, like Jesse Hogan does, but it took him a couple of years, but, yeah. well, Jack, what's I mean? Sorry. Do you reckon the uh, VFL pies have been told to make Cloak look good? Just because it up his value for trade next year? I don't think they're that good. Yeah. <laughs> um, although, like we said, he did kick five, but he should be dominating. Yeah. In those. I was going to say, they'll put him one out in the Collingwood forward line to try and make him look good. <laughs> well, do you reckon he'll get picked up by Richmond next year? What? Uh, north all day. Wouldn't he slot <laughs> nicely into that forward He's not line? old enough yet. It, it's horrible because like it, it, every club's now um, rumours are he's going to them or they're yeah. looking at him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ironically he enough, he's rumoured to go to Collingwood. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't surprise me if uh, Collingwood swoop in and yeah. trade for themselves yeah but uh, I, sorry I thought it was an interesting game but what I find funny is when you're going through the um, uh, match reports and that when you're doing a bit of research on the podcast 
when it comes to Bulldogs, the first thing you go to is the injury list. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was looking at one was, or two. Yeah. When I was watching the game, I was waiting for it to come on. And there happened to be an episode of Tosh.01. Yeah. Uh, it was on Fox before I was watching it. And I was thinking, man, the Bulldogs go into their game. It's like watching a Tosh.01 episode where it's entertaining and, you know, you have a good time until that injury happens that just ruins the rest of your night. Like, it gives you anxiety. Like, kicking the balls. <laughs> and it just happens every week. Yeah, Every week exactly. there's a new episode. And you're like, how many, yeah, exactly. How many, how many more players can they keep on putting in there and getting their legs snapped and shit? Well, Western Bulldogs, I, I looked at the best 22 that are out for the Essendon Supplement Saga. Yep. And there's eight players that would fit in their best 22 out of the 12. There's four, you know, blokes who aren't there. Yep. Bulldogs have got nine of the best 22 out. So you reckon well, they're actually suffering more? Yes. I reckon they've been... They're... Achieving brilliantly for a team that has been uh, hammered as badly as Essendon were in round one. I think the only difference is if you took the best ten, yeah. Essendon probably got seven yeah. Or, yeah. or eight of the best They're ten. missing their highlight players. Yeah. Here's one thing I like about the Essendon situation is that... It's it gives not me. Us a, well, that too, I mean, but that's by choice. No way fucking well go for Essendon. <laughs> and is North that, couldn't afford it. <laughs> it gives, gives us an opportunity to see what happens when you take um, a very sort of diverse playing group with age and um, maturity and injuries and give them a year off and see how, yeah. how good they come back, uh, especially mm. with talk about concussion and things like that. I'm assuming they've they've been in pretty good nick in the off-season. Um, I mean, well, pouring coffees is hard work, make, so yeah. got a pretty big left arm well, there. I've got to say, they've been running with the bulls. Yeah. So yeah. Been, you know, looking after themselves, taking it carefully. Yeah. So I want to see how it pans out, especially because you've got, like like I said, a diverse group that you can sort of have a, a diverse sample group where yeah. it'll be interesting to see how that turns out next year. There's like, been plenty of players that have missed a, a year, but you're yeah. right, it's because they've been injured or whatever, so yeah. they've been recovery and all that kind of stuff. I think the only comparable one I can think of is Ryan Crowley, but we never really got to see him again because yeah. obviously he's a top-up player now with, yep. with Essendon, but yeah. it, it's different. And I think it gives a clean slate for um, the strength and uh, conditioning department or whatever, and you'll see how effective their their strategies are, especially when it comes to yeah. injury, because they're all pretty much all coming in with a clean slate, um, clean bill of health. But so with their fitness department. Yeah, true. Uh, that's right. That's, that was the weakness, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we don't need fitness. We've got the weather. drugs. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, with the the Bulldogs and uh, Collingwood, I think Collingwood showed a little bit, but uh, still good to see them not win. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I think it's um, uh, Collingwood were good. But the Bulldogs to achieve what they have with their outs is phenomenal. Yeah, they're still yeah. marching their way into September. Here's something I was thinking of. With Dane Swan, if he does retire, he's pretty much been the only Collingwood player that non-Collingwood fans can agree that, all right, we like that guy. Pendlebury a little bit. Yeah, Pendlebury too, I suppose. Yeah, he's probably left. It depends on the boomers go. That's about it, though. Because it's yeah. not going to be Trelaw. I think we can all agree on that. No, uh, I, I like watching him play. He's yeah, a great me too. Player, me but... too. Oh, there's always respect for the people that you don't like on the opposite teams. But, otherwise, you're just indifferent. Yeah, well, he, I am anyway. He's pissed off GWS by uh, legging it. Yeah. And he's pissed off Richmond by telling yep. them their list is shit. Yeah. And um, he's made your nest, so. Yeah. And uh, hey, look, whatever he did at work, because he's playing phenomenally. So he's playing phenomenal. He's going to win their best and fairest. Yeah, which yep. you know, you go, okay, Swan's not there, but Penelope's still there. Yeah, look, he should get second best as well. Yeah, probably. <laughs> to be honest, um, I don't know who who else would get there. Oh, still side bottom. He's going to be there. Um, yeah, competing for yeah, Rundy. Yeah. H had a good last half as well, which is surprising. Yeah. So, um, how good was uh, JJ's goal running through the middle though? Oh yeah, second week in a row. Yep. Jeez, when he's up and about, he's, he's making amazing. a name for that, isn't he? Yeah. Um, it's a shame he missed so much of the year. Otherwise, he'd probably be all Australian. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's an out-and-out superstar. Um, we'll move on to the next game, which is the Brisbane Lions getting a win over Carlton. Tried their best not to. Yep. Um, but uh, it's... Just 15-9. A, That's a great conversion. It's, from a, it's a good effort. It Especially is. a week after they said, we're putting Shaki on ice. Mm. Yeah. He's not injured. He's just he's played a lot this year. We're going to rest him. Yeah. Rest him for the pre-season. I don't mm. get it. I really don't Maybe care. Maybe Mad to... Monday's going to be fucking massive. Maybe they're trying to start some trade rumors because they know that the draft's around the corner and they just want everyone to stay in <laughs> Melbourne. Look, dude, he's fucked. Put him on the bench. Two broken ankles. Yeah, it won't be right until 2020. But they haven't even tried that. They haven't gone for General Saunders. He's gone, nah, he's played a lot this year. Yeah. They offered him a pot spot on the board. Um, I think Lepich knows he's fucked and just gone, oh, well. Yeah. May as well rest him up. Don't want to go too <laughs> Yeah, bad. Take you, can't stand with me. It's, it's amazing that Rock, Rockcliffe still tries. Yeah, <laughs> he's well. racked up 39 again. In this game, um, Jack Silvani kicks three straight. Not which a I bad effort. Was very, very good effort in a team that kicked. Was it thirteen seventeen? Thirteen seventeen. So without him, it's ten seventeen. Yeah, I looked up who actually kicked the other ones without kicking a point. I'm pretty sure it was right. It was Arn Armitage, uh, Armfield. Armfield. Armfield kicked had a good three, game. 
And it was not like Curry who it was. But yeah, only a couple of youngsters and Armfield's kicked kicked a couple without a point. A couple so. of good ones too. Yeah. Uh, he, he had a good game. I've always liked Armfield. He gets a, yeah. He's a bit of a whipping boy for Carlton at times. Yeah. But for some reason, I've always liked him. Yeah, look, there's still positives for Carlton as well. I think their pickup of um, Wright and Carriage from the Crows have been paid, paid off excellent. And it's got me thinking, is everyone sort of really laying low on sort of the Crows list there? I think that should be some interstate raid because I think that the ones that have come out of Adelaide have played amazing. So say, their system there is awesome. What do you mean a bit of a raid? They've lost Tippett, they've lost Gunston, they've lost Dangerfield. But, but that's the big names. I mean, just their general people who you can f- fit into your list to be able to um, fill out a strategy because well, everyone's got their stars in that yeah. and it's really hard to post them but they're just mid, mid-tier no, even, players. Even Crouch, there was a lot of talk about uh, them. He's sort of that mid-level, yeah. mid-upper level. Yeah. He's, he's played above what he should be playing now and he's only getting better. So Yeah. Yeah. That's the point you want to lock, it, lock him in. And I think, yeah, I think we should be really picking on the Crows a bit more. Let's get stuck into them, start clearing out their list. Yeah. Huh? I guess everyone that leaves seems to go all right. Yeah. Mm. Even Tambling, when he left the Crows, he got runner-up best of first <laughs> in the Neefold last year. Did he really? Yeah. Holy shit. i got to say, people always say about, you know, the Neefold, no, no, it's yeah. good, it's good. And I said, you know, Tambling yeah. was runner-up best of first. And Kane Johnson pissed on a police station. <laughs> yeah. Where did that come from? <laughs> he lived around the corner of a cop station. He pissed on it in the back of the Herald Sun. Oh, right. Yeah. Recently like, or? No, no, ages ago. Right. When he was captain. <laughs> oh, okay. when he was captain. Yeah. Okay. Rightio. The captain of uh, the Tigers. Yeah. yeah. Got him from the Crows, made him captain, and he turned into a tiger. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> He's just marking his territory. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were saying, kill the police station. Yeah. <laughs> Funny thing with this game, though, Casbolt. Uh, normally, he's a fucking yeah. shopper in front of goals. He's cloaking it all over the shop. But, uh, no, nah, 4-2, which, you know, while not a, a perfect return, brilliant for him. Hey, any any key forward to take 4-2. Yeah, right. offered it to him at the start of the day. Hey, so, when I was looking at who kicked uh, goals at that point, I looked at the score and I was like, <laughs> all right, no, straight to Casbolt. That, that's like how surprised I was that he actually yeah. had more goals than points. Yeah, yeah but it was more uh, Cripps and Jones had 0-4 between them. Yeah. Well, Jones, you can understand. Yeah, but I mean, who's letting Jones kick for goal? Like, surely someone should be coming past. Should be um, Carriage coming past, right? Um, Kurnow. Uh, like, even Cruiser <laughs> could run past, Kurnow, right? Yeah. Um, it was a good. It was a good game, though. It's a shame that uh, that there's nobody there to see it anymore. Yeah, um, I, I did Brisbane. love uh, Facebook blew up though, because this time last year the same thing happened. With what? With Brisbane Carlton. Brisbane beat Carlton. Brisbane got up. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Down and saved Lepage that year, didn't it? Saves Lepage, yep. yeah. So I, I can't see how it's going to save him this year. Though. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I think Killed he, Malthouse. His, yeah. his, his die is already cast. Yeah, I think they've already started moving rat and shit in, haven't they? <laughs> well, he's probably the, the pick. I don't know who else you go for. You, cause he's you, the one you throw money at. I don't, if you go for an inexperienced coach, you're sort of gambling again. Yep. And, and they need somebody to really... A Ross Lyon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, really build a club? I mean, oh, we'll get to Freo. But uh, it's it's hard to think of anybody else they can really put up there. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Brassy. Yeah, I know. Is still interested in doing something? Or is he finally off? What about Mark Williams? Oh, no way. He's, he's pretty much our... The only reason that our youngsters are uh, playing well, yeah, I think Mark Williams... the Hardwick still has a job. Yeah, pretty much, because our youngsters come in and they start uh, playing really, really well. And apparently, a lot of that is down to Choco. He puts yeah. the effort in with the young kids. I'd so. love to see it. Is Bomber yeah. spoken for next year yet? Uh, Bomber Thompson, uh, he said he's not interested. He said he is interested in coaching, yep. just not at Brisbane. Not that job. <laughs> yep, yep. Not interested. In that. That's it. And look, if Choco was interested, I mean, he's got the right to coach wherever he wants. He's a champion coach, so you'd, you'd regretfully let him go, but you'd be happy that he, he's got a top job again. I don't think it's going to happen, though. Well, yeah. I think, he's I think next year there's going to be a lot of uh, positions up for grabs. Yep. yep. Maybe we'll get Choco to <laughs> take a step up. <laughs> he might be a, a caretaker coach. Oh, you'd love it. Seeing as you sack your it. assistants anyway. Well, if, if Paul Roos laid down the foundation for what a caretaker coach should be, then, I mean, there's no reason why Choco couldn't do something like that. I mean, he's already got the, the um, rapport amongst the young kids. So. Well, about now is when we start hearing uh, the boards right behind the coach. Um, and well, I, I did hear that about, uh, well, about the Richmond board being right behind itself. Yeah, yeah but you haven't heard it about Brisbane, though. They said, yeah. we will review all coaching. Yeah. Like, okay. We, what are you going to say? Review complete. <laughs> we're pretty happy with where we're at. <laughs> Touched. Uh, okay, let's move on to the MCG. Hawks versus North. Um, it's fair to say the first quarter was uh, one-way traffic. Yeah. Um, eight goals to the Hawks in the first quarter, and North ended up with eight goals for the game. Yeah. It's pretty hard to get back from there, but well, they were within striking distance. Yeah, yeah they were. Well, this is kind of funny, actually. Like I mentioned earlier, um, Bulldogs with eight of their best 22 out, North with 10 out of their best 22 out in this match. Um, 
so honest. The first quarter I thought was going to be the story of the game. I was actually kind of surprised they came back in the second and third. It really slowed down. Everything slowed down yeah. after that. Well, yeah. after I watched the first quarter, I've turned it off for a while and I, I was watching whatever the other game was on GWS or something. Whatever the other game was on and it was in the bottom corner. Oh, so you just, just keeping yeah. an eye on it. And then when I saw him coming back, I was like, oh, here we go. Close. Got to within, I think, 14 points or something like that. Somewhere around there. And then I saw... Um, it was Hawks just turn it back on again and run over him. And I had this real nice, smug little smile on my face thinking, eh, that's good. It's happened to someone else who <laughs> those guys. Great to see. Well, it is funny, though. I mean, that's really why Hawthorne, I don't consider a premiership chance this year. Because that first quarter, you've got to do that for four quarters. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. that's what uh, Adelaide and Sydney have done multiple yeah. times. Whereas Hawthorne just haven't this year. Yeah. Where they've had the chance to really bury sides. They haven't been able to close it out or, you know, drift in and out. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's that's just kind of the way it goes. But they look good with uh, Isaac Smith, Brad Hill, and Billy Hartung, the three speedsters in yep. the team at the same time. Multiple times they were running down the same wing and hand-passing to each other. Yeah, It's so different to how they looked last week against Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I thought for this game, um, it looked like North Melbourne were trying to play a big strongman game. It looked like they tried to clean up um, Hodgie a couple of times just to make sure that they know he's around. Yeah. Didn't work though. They've got too many Hodgies and too, <laughs> too many Lewis's and too many people that you got to smash. Actually on that point, uh, Boomer got uh, cited for the uh, unintentional open uh, elbowed. Yeah, open uh, elbow. Open elbow. <laughs> it was a close one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he actually got a, a thousand dollar fine but he'll appeal that. He'll appeal. Because um, he'd rather take a match than well, pay a thousand bucks. It shows how uh, things have changed because yeah. uh, it used to be Hawthorne always getting suspended uh, for hitting Goldstein. Yeah. Now it's twice in this year uh, Hawks have played North and someone's got suspended for, or sorry, reported for hitting uh, Mitchell. Yeah. Well, so uh, they've done well. I'm surprised if Boomer appealed it and then took bets on what would come up if he'd win or lose the appeal to make a profit out of it. <laughs> got uh, two bob each way. Yeah, that's a bit of insurance betting. Goldstein's running the book. Um, he was a, he had a quiet day, Boomer, though, um, which you know can happen from time to time. Yep. Yeah. Um, poor uh, Lockie Hansen coming in after having a concussion earlier in the year. And I thought he played well. in the bees and then does an ankle. Yeah, so, poor bastard. He took some nice marks floating across halfback. Yeah, which is the role he played last year, and he yeah. played it damn well, doing the intercept mark, and uh, just hasn't been able to stay on the field. Even yeah. in the in the twos, he's been struggling to stick together three matches in a row. Is he going to wrap it up? Oh, he's like Grimer for me. He's a, a brilliant player at his best, and he's a fantastic clubman, but the, the body's, body's just, just it's yeah. not holding up. You'll love to see him play another year somewhere else. Maybe. <laughs> um Speaking of wrapping it up, I think uh, I'm I, one of the supporters of Spud Frito. I like the way he plays. Yeah, yeah. He, he knows his limitations, yeah. and he tries to eke out every little uh, bit from him. Yeah. Um, if there's an, an illegal advantage he can get away with, <laughs> he'll take it. So he's and a I like it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's an old school batman, but he got caught holding the ball by Brad Hill. Oh, in, really? In a tackle. I mean, Brad Hill records three tackles per year. Yeah. And some of them, uh, none of them are by himself, but this yeah. one. Uh, I was watching the game with uh, a bunch of other people and I said, he should retire now. As in, walk off, go straight into the back of a ute, do that half time, go around. Don't bother waiting for the end of the game. Just walk straight up to Lee, take the microphone. You're done, champ. I'll take it over from him. <laughs> it's pretty much like... Smack. <laughs> if you got run down by, uh, I don't know, uh, Michael Long on crutches, <laughs> it's time to give it a go. If a Ballantyne wins a ruck contest against you, yeah. it's time to go. <laughs> if Brad Hill tackles you and you get holding the ball... That's it. It's time. It's the whammy. It should be kind of funny, though, because imagine if, like, this week in the review, they do tell Spud, like, mate, look, uh, to be honest... These are your last two matches. Fuck me, he's going to knock some head <laughs> over in the last two matches. <laughs> he's going to absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, it'd have to be this weekend because Mumford, they'd have to stand Mumford on him in the last well, round. GWS in round 23, yeah, it could be This could round be it's uh, Sydney over in uh, Hobart. So, I don't know, maybe he just goes, fuck it, I'll go out as a star and try and smash Buddy Franklin and then chase him for yeah. about an hour and a half before he can finally find him. But, Good yeah. luck with that. I think the problem is Buddy might put a hand on his forehead and Spud's, yeah. <laughs> Spud's not going to get him. He's going to try and hit him with his nose. <laughs> no, he's just going to put uh, a couple of little pellets up the nose and then sneeze. That'll fuck him up. <laughs> might go over his long, shoulder. Long ball. Um, what else happened in this one? There was uh, Rioli dropped mark of the year again. Yep. Jeez, yeah. he's making a great highlight reel for dropped marks this yeah. year. Yeah, you probably get like the Rioli drop mark list, like the best of Rioli's drop marks. Oh, it's Bruce still, has got it. It still made the top 10 uh, plays of the week. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what was interesting, though? Uh, I was watching this with uh, a bunch of work people because we had corporate tickets. Uh, overrated, by the way, corporate tickets. But anyway, yeah. um, 
Rioli got a free kick in the first five minutes. And there was the guy goes, oh, yeah, of course, Rioli looked after free kicks. Yep. And he went on all day about how Rioli gets looked after. And also, what it's not happening today, though. He got one free four, which is in the first two minutes, and yeah. gave away five free kicks of the day. Yeah. But he had to shut up about it for the fourth quarter. Of course, he'd been drinking as well, so that helps. Yeah. But there were some shocking free kicks there. Well, not free kicks, but 50 metres. Like, how many goals they got from 50 metres towards the end? I think there was three all up. And now, you look at that going, come on, really? No, really? Two of them were there. One was Lindsay Thomas uh, arguing. Oh, yeah, that's One right, was yeah. a push in the back. You're like, well, it's soft, but... It's not 50, though. Don't like, need to... He marked it, gave him a free kick. You don't need to push him like. Yeah. And then the first one though, I think, was the ten meter protected zone again. You're like, oh, yeah. fuck it, hell. You're like an idiot. Yeah. I just wish that they should amend the rule that I, I don't like the ten meters to start with. Yeah. They should amend the rule that it has to affect the play. Yeah. Like yeah. if the yeah. guy taking the kick goes, oh, oh, I can't kick it that way because this bloke's too close. Yeah. Okay. It's like yeah, an offside like in soccer. Like if it makes mm, no difference, yeah. just like there's yeah. been several this year where the player who's got the ball is like, what's a fifty four? Like, yeah. Oh, somebody ran over there, did they? All right, yeah. away we go. And I completely agree with they blow the whistle for a rule that is there, but it's irrelevant in the flow of that game yeah. or that particular play. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying there. Well, that's the whole fucking point of having umpires is so that the game doesn't get interrupted by people breaking the rules. But when it has no effect on the game whatsoever, no one gives a fuck. Exactly. We're not here to judge uh, who's the best umpire of the season. Yeah. We want the umpires to be fucking invisible. Exactly. It's like cheating on your taxes. <laughs> Nobody knows. Exactly. <laughs> definitely. I definitely don't do that. Um, <laughs> all right. On to probably the game of the round, West Coast and GWS, or certainly the best finish, and we've already spoken yep. about uh, Big Nick Nat. But it looked like there were several moments there where GWS were going to run away with it. And they should have, too. They should have. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Um, look, I was really impressed with Coniglio. I thought he's a Coniglio. Yeah, Coniglio, well, Coniglio, however they pronounce it. I thought that was one of the games where... He's he stood up and he was it was always handy around the ground, especially midfield to half back. Yep. But I feel like he was instrumental in pushing them forward. And they had Shields as well, who I think he got uh could have written down here somewhere. How many he pick up yeah, Canigli got twenty eight. Um uh, sorry, Callum Ward was the one who did really well, not yep. Shields. Shields got uh, more than that. He dominated, but um yeah, Canigli I thought yeah, he was a stand up. He it always reminds me of uh, Daniel Kerr. Uh, yeah. Shields. Mm. And he was an absolute gun, but you know, one of the probably the third best midfielder in that yeah. midfield. But. It could just be all the tape around the shoulders too. <laughs> that too. Um, what about uh, the tackle from Wellingham late in the yeah. game? Too was it Lockie Whitfield just needed the ball to sit right for him, and he's walking into an open goal. Yeah, but Wellingham has actually run fuck knows how much flat out and wrapped him up and not given away the free kick yeah. horizontally. Yeah, and, and then pinned the arm too, so he couldn't handball it. It's one of those ones where all the guys around him too, the GWS players, just like oh fucking yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> that was a great tackle. Yeah, it was. Uh, Shuey as well uh, played a pretty steady that game. I think he managed to get twenty handballs or something stupid. Sneaks under the radar, uh, radar Shuey. Known posies. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, I know you love your dark horse. My dark horse. You love dark horses. I love dark horses. He, he loves Katy Perry. Um, just have a look at uh, what goes on with Brownlow Medal with the Luke Shuey. Yeah, he might just pop up. I mean, Dangerfield's favourite. Yeah. Deservedly, you could sneak in for a few votes where you didn't think. See, I was, I was going to stick Cullen Ward in for as my darkie for the brown low. He's a pretty dark uh, one. Don't, but... don't limit yourself to just one. Well, no, well, no, I've still got time, though. We've got a couple of weeks, <laughs> so don't you worry about that. But I, I think the Bulldogs will be hurting um, seeing Cullen Ward playing this good with how depleted their midfield is now. They'd love yeah. to be able to slot him in there. Well, he was always going to be a star, too. Yeah. Uh, GWS just swooped in and yeah. took him young. Bulldogs did all the, put all the development into him, and they lost... Uh, Murphy lost players that turned out to be a blessing to Skies because they filled it up with Bontempelli's and players yeah. like that who just run a mark. Not bad. But Callum was not one that they they could they wanted to get rid of. So mm. um, West Coast just such a different side with Nat Nui, yep. though, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, it shows how much they can how their offense relies on them getting first use of the ball yeah. out of the middle. I mean that's common for most teams, but them especially it seems their plan B's and that great. But against a side like Jitter West, who lot lot of similarities between their game plans when yeah. they're up and running. Um, so I love the fact that this is a shootout and it was a seesaw battle with uh, teams coming, uh, being down and then having to fight hard to come back. And the finish was just perfect. Yeah. It's just What's, a shame there weren't more people there. Yeah. This thing too, you talk about um, Nick Nat being the X factor. Yep. The only stat they won was stoppage clearances and hitouts. Yeah. Everything yeah. else from center clearances through to kicks, handballs, you fucking yep. name it, inside 50s, percentage of uh, effectiveness. Everything was GWS. What about um, Shields? How many possessions did he actually get while you've got the stats up there? Yeah, what what impressed me the most 30. was the Shields has had 30. He's been around the ball a lot of the day. Um, comes down to the very last 
kick from a ruck, and Nat Nui managed to tap the ball down, out out rove yeah. Shields to get his own tap and kick the goal. That's fucking incredible to do something like Shields. A lazy tackle from Shields too. But yeah. my point with that one was there should have been four pat players. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like bring it down yeah. at your feet and then yeah. just jump on top of it. Yeah. And Nick Nat, uh, you know, he's not the bulkiest bloke, but his core strength is crazy. Yeah. Oh, he's a big lad. Yeah. Um, I watched the replay a few times, but it just popped in my head. Where was Heath Shaw in that exchange? Was he on the bench? Was he injured or? No, nah, he's out there. Well, uh, sure. I, I can't remember where he was. He was off the ball, I think. I he's think he was the, sitting in the spot man, about 10 metres out. He's the experienced person who you should see that not enough people around there just to dive on it well, and pump him in there. Well, they should have had 18 players in that contest. There's no yeah. point sitting back on the 50 metre line yeah. waiting for a quick kick out. Yeah. It's not coming. But that's been, his role. He's, that's been his role in, the, in that team for the year. And one of these done exceptionally well. Exceptionally well. From memory, he was sitting back off the pack directing traffic, right. um, which is pretty much where you want him. But, uh, yeah. So you really need to... Steve J is probably still sitting in the goal square waiting for the winner. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> so you need him to come down and, and uh, crumb his own ball. Well, that's uh, the thing with, with West Coast. Now, you know, the flat track bullies and didn't have many wins away from home, let alone against top eight sides. Yeah. Well, they've ticked both boxes in this one. Um, yep. And it's all about getting time into Nick Nat. Yeah. Uh, yep. So mm-hmm. he's only been two games back, but he's played against Sanderlands and Mumford. Yep. Like... There's a feral test. Yeah. This week it comes up against McAvoy and Segler. So um, it could be just the, the the breakout party for him. Now he's got two under the uh, under the belt. It, it could be, but they tend to really try and make it difficult for Nat Nui around the ground with um, mm. third man up and things like that. They try and grind Nat Nui down. It's so just, it's, it's interesting to see if he can do it for four quarters. It's too bad they don't play Melbourne. I would have loved to have seen him oh. and Gorn. But, yeah. uh, him and Jacobs in 23 will be interesting. Well, but- I hope Jacobs is back. Yeah. You'd hope so by then. Yeah, because that'll be great. Um, he's going to have uh, some great ruck duels going on. He might, uh, depending on where players finish, he might even be uh, Goldstein in the in the finals. Yeah, or Melbourne might sneak into the finals. I don't think they will, but you never know. Yep, don't let them. <laughs> We'd trade Gorn in right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, on to Sydney and the Saints at Etihad Stadium. It looked like it was going to be a game for a, a little bit, and then three quarter time. Uh, sorry, third quarter came around. Yeah, and Buddy said, "Fuck that." Well, it was it was a game that this is my I think I've said the last three weeks, but Eddie had you can't beat a zone by running uh, around the outside yep. because um, there's no traction there. That's the part that gets torn up for events, yeah. uh, uh, concerts, and things yeah. like that. The only permanent fixture part of grass there, the longest, is the middle strip. Yeah, and so when you try and play quick around the outside to beat zones, that's when they always fall over, yep. step over, get injured, and it's, it's actually a slow way to do it. So you need uh, I've watched the Bulldogs. We watched the Bulldogs a fair few times at our stadium this year. What I've noticed is they'll kick out to their, their corner <laughs> pocket and they'll try and be halfway between the um, back flank and the boundary line yep. and they'll just get three runners and go inboard. Yep. And you just need three people to run straight down the middle and that's how you you, you play at his stadium. You've just showed more planning than Lepich has all season. Yeah. Well, well, Sydney picked, picked it up in the second half. They've come yeah. in at halftime and that's what was happening. And after that, shit, their midfield just ran from yeah. centre-half back to centre-half forward. Um, and it was the same usual suspects that were doing it. Like they had a field, their midfielders had a field day on the inside 50. Yeah. Which, I mean, the Saints have got people to, to come back and, and help there, but you can't beat Hanbury and, and the, Parker. Yeah, Parker, yeah, Parker especially. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're shooting from the corridor as well, 23-8. Yeah. Like that's any forward that can convert two to yep. one goals to points is going to be love and life. Well, what yeah. buddy have 6-1? 6-1, like? yep. Yeah. And, you know, his usual... Slapping it on the left boot from fifty-five while running sideways. Oh, yeah, Buddy's the exception. Like if he wants to shoot it from the boundary at fifty out, fuck it, let him. You, you can't. Could, yeah. You can tell he was having a great time. Like he didn't want that game to end. Yeah. It's almost like Michael Jordan scoring sixty-three. He's like, <laughs> didn't want that game to finish. Oh, yeah. Some days he'll smash it. Some days he'll miss everything. But uh, he has more good days than bad. He's yeah. worth the dollars when he does smash it. To be yeah. fair, sixty-three for Jordan. They lost that game too. Don't forget. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they that's didn't true. want to lose that game. Um, but Sydney now uh, just churning it churning through. You have a yeah. look at, uh, you spoke about injuries before. They've probably got, uh, I'd say three of yep. the best 22 are out. Yeah. Um, Sam Reed's probably one they won't get back. Yeah. But their other two are Tippett and Sinclair who are coming back. Yeah. I think we're up and about. They're probably going to play, if they don't play this week, they'll just get a, a game in next week. Yeah, I mean, you almost have to try and hold them back a little bit. Like a, like a good racehorse that Nearly, you know, yeah. just wants to go too early. Um, they're probably going to rest a couple now because their percentage is just ridiculous. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, not Buddy. Buddy just kicked six, put him on there, give him another six, go to the finals conference. You don't need to rest, Buddy. Buddy yeah. doesn't obey yeah. the laws of um, anatomy. Buddy takes his own rest during the game, then he comes back in the fourth. Do you reckon if uh, they play Adelaide in the finals that Tali gets a match? <laughs> um, I don't know. That. They'll certainly get him to do the scouting. <laughs> but yeah, it might be interesting. 
Um, it's it's going to be a great final series for Adelaide. Uh, yeah. The, yep. the, the fairy tale, because if they beat Hawthorne, you go, yep, well, we've knocked off the reigning premiers and Jack Gunston, huh, we finally beat you. Yep. If you beat Geelong, well, Paddy, how's it feel over there? Yep. And if you beat Sydney, <laughs> tip it. How's that going, mate? Yeah, actually, yeah, I didn't think about that. So they've got uh, they've got arguments against everyone. Um, they've still got two weeks to make up arguments against GWS and the Bulldogs. Yep. Yep. Well, you got Tali with the Bulldogs, don't you? So, well, I oh, guess, yeah. but I mean, he, thing, he or... never played for Adelaide or something. But yeah, I don't know. That stop you? Hate yeah. someone? Might be reasonable. And then you got uh, yeah, GWS. Well, sure, we can find something with GWS and West Coast and North. But uh, oh, we'll we'll come back to that. Well, we'll yeah, we, like I said, they've got a couple of weeks to. Well, yep. they play West Coast uh, in round twenty-three, so they can make something out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll go. Is there any more to say about the Sydney and the Saints? I mean, this. Ended the Saints' uh, mathematical chances, yeah. but um, their bodies wouldn't hold up for a finals campaign. No, no, no way. And uh, Hickey had an ankle injury; rolled his ankle. Still was out there. I mean, that was when the game was kind of in the balance. I think he rolled it in the second, or was it the right. third? Second yeah, or the third when he so. rolled it, and the game was kind of in the balance. But after that, just you got to get him off. Yeah, I mean, there's no uh, point leaving him out there. Who's your favourite for the Big Mad Monday? Like uh, Saints, or I can see Maxi Gorn having a massive one too, or Big Dusty. Um, well, Dusty's always a red-hot favourite for that one, surely. Yeah, but he seems to go on his own, like uh, just join his mates, but he can't join his old man this time. But uh, it, it seems like St Kilda just didn't form at the right time to have a massive Mad Monday. Well, didn't Nick Rewalt put the kibosh on Mad Monday last year, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yep. So we, we've got nothing to celebrate. No. Um, so oh, I can see Nick doing it again, because yeah. he's going around again. Well, they've moved back to St Kilda now, so there's something to celebrate. Yeah. Home party, I don't know, something. Rewalt doesn't look good either. Uh, when you go to the games, you see he, he still gets 100% and he's got the heart of a lion. But after most efforts in the second half, he's bent over. It looks like he's in pain. It's a long season. Yeah, but do you reckon it's worth putting him through another season? Well, we spoke I think about he wants this, it so bad. We spoke about this last week. Like, do it, but... Like, you've got the rest of your life. But, yeah. you know, surgery's good. Um, That's true. Yeah, true. Chick stick scars, yeah, apparently. Stem cell shit jacked yeah, up in you like Rogan talks about. Exactly, you know, on it. I'd love to get some of that shit. <laughs> Put it into my dick. Put it into head of your dick. <laughs> okay, we've got a full Beavis and Butthead now. Uh, all right, the other Saturday night game was Melbourne versus Port. Um, Port lost Wingard in the first or the second quarter. I can't remember. Yeah. Which sort of just caps off their year, really. Yep, yep. The year of disappointment. Um, there's going to be lots of questions asked about Hinkley, I think, too, don't you? Yep, yeah, I think he's in trouble. I mean, I wrote him off ages ago, didn't I? I've written a lot of people off, though. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say you did. Um, he's safe for this year, um, but... Yep, yep. They've got to do something next year. I mean, they can't just muddle about and finish yeah. eighth. I'd love to see next week if, if Robbie Gray just happens to pull a little hammy and goes on early holidays. Well, <laughs> fuck this. The, I don't <laughs> give a fuck hammy. Yeah, I'll come back when all this shit's sorted out. Who do you reckon their star recruit will be this season that they talk it up about? Because every season for the last five, I reckon they've had a recruit. Oh, this is the ingredient we need. We're fucking tilting well, this time. It was uh, Dixon this year, wasn't it? And Paddy yeah, Ryder Patty Ryder, Ryder before. Yeah. Uh, before uh, that. Yeah, Shooks wasn't a big recruit though. He was sort of he was left over they got. Yeah, got, uh, got uh, Dixon, uh, yeah. Matty White, and Jared Matty Pollock. Matty White played really well for him. Yeah, until he, I think Good he pulled his peck this year. Yeah, and yep. Jared Pollock was uh, shit at Brisbane and then became great down there. Yeah, so, yeah. Yep. Um, Travis Pitcher. Clark. Yeah, Travis Clark. Another Travis straight yep. in there. Another, another key forward. What you need is more shit tall forwards <laughs> <laughs> who can't take marks but can yeah. really bring it to ground. <laughs> and and I mean, easy fodder to take the media away from uh, Bachelors, though. Yeah, Jacko Jackson looking good for a role there too. <laughs> so yeah, Gorn ran over Lob and Trent Trangover. It wasn't even close. It was almost embarrassing. And that gives Port no chance of setting up their fast mid offense. Yeah. That was pretty much it. Well, yeah, Gorn's a lock for all Australian. We've been yeah. saying that. For ages and we're not the only ones. Gorn's Australian as fuck. <laughs> it's weird. He had an interview over the uh, last week where he's talking about opening a cafe and how that's been his dream since he was a kid. I'm like, none of this, oh yeah, I've always wanted to play footy. He's like, no, I just want to, you know, pour I some lattes. Cafe. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fucking go nuts, mate. It was either that or Rob Banks. <laughs> <laughs> He'd fit in down at, Rich, at uh, Fitzroy. Funny thing was, though, his mum has a cafe that she's had in Melbourne and out in the scrub wherever she is now. And uh, she's like, well, you know, you're going to do the dishes and cooking and everything? He's like, oh, no, I'll hire someone to do that. I just want to be in front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not stupid. He's not trying to make a profit or anything. He's just <laughs> trying to have fun. Jesus Christ. Um, it was a- another good showing for Melbourne. Um, and like we said, they are still a mathematical chance yep. of making finals. But it does mean beating uh, Geelong in Geelong. Yep. Could do it if Geelong decide to rest, but I can't see it happening. Yeah, I mean, if, if Melbourne make finals, they've got to be favourites, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah. 
Um, let's move on to Essendon versus Gold Coast. Uh, very surprising that Essendon got their second win for the year, but if any, it was going to be anyone, it was going to be Gold Coast away from home. Nine fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't hurt. Especially when we thought that Tommy Lynch was going to make a big play yep. for the Coleman. Yep. No, I thought that as well. You know, one thing I didn't pick was uh, Zach Merritt running amok through a depleted Gold Coast midfield, it has to be said. But, but still. still, he's what, second year? Or yeah, second, second or third second year. Second or third year or something and like that. captain. Yeah, captain. Yeah, captain. Got 38, I think he ended up, ended up with. So I think, I think they just gave month. him the, the captain's uh, armband just so he doesn't fuck off. <laughs> Could yeah. be a bit. I mean, it was a little bit who else is left that could yeah. take it. Yeah. And it was always Merritt and um, Zaharakis doing a, a Albert Selwood style role, just yeah. running back through the middle, and that set all up for him. I thought Tipping Woody would get the nod. <laughs> well, they got to try and keep him somehow. I, I think he's, he's staying put. Uh, yep. uh, very well. Um, something during the week too, I s- saw the video online of uh, Jackie Long when yep. he got to tell his old mm. man. Yep. Uh, obviously, and everyone loves Michael Long. He's yeah. just one of those yeah. universally loved. Yeah. Still remember the 93 grand final. I remember two things. Michael Long running down the wing and Mill Hannah's bald head getting knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember the sun shining off it. First game of footy, uh, AFL footy ever saw live. Ever yeah. saw, yep. From the very nosebleed section. I remember those two and the uh, irritating, loud... Essendon supporter who was like a 60-year-old grandma or whatever on the bus. And then in row DD, had a level with the helicopter, she was shitting bricks. (laughs) So she shut up the whole match. (laughs) It was great. Um, Essendon get their second win for the year. Actually puts their number one draft pick in jeopardy. Yeah, um, yep. but I, I think it'll be just fine. There's there's a number one draft pick out there going, thank fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're going to look all right next year, so provided they get everyone back. Yeah, but... Draft pick probably won't get a run. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's also going to look interesting, you know, with uh, like during this game there was a passage there where it was long onto Danaher. We imagine if you throw in uh, a Watson into mm. over to Long onto yep. Danaher. Yeah, I mean they're and taking they still the, lose. <laughs> <laughs> they're taking the piss out of the father son picks, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Can they have girls? Fucking hell. <laughs> Prestigious breeders. With yeah. the um, actually, that's another weird thing. How many teams are going to be able to do mother sons coming forward? They've changed it, haven't they? The rule. Yeah, one game is enough. Oh, was that AFL? Was that in a rule? What are you talking about? With mother mother son rule playing for AFL teams. So if your mum played for the women's yeah whatever league, no, it's but they're counting the... amateurs as well. You can get drafted into that club. I didn't hear about the amateurs. I know First for the are there any professionals? I know for the women's for AFL, uh, one game is enough. Yeah, maybe I'm not the person who's talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so you know, I'm I'm expecting uh, quite a few mums to be in some of the sides. So if there's a rookie draft coming up, yep, all of a sudden their mum's got a gig and she's running out on the weekend. Yeah, some of those mums could be dads. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, Essendon will be very happy to get theirs off, uh, get their second win for the year. Yep. Gold um, Coast will be very happy that there's Brisbane. Random thought. Uh, the guys who are currently suspended, are they still getting tested? I'd imagine so. But there's no place where... I, yeah, I don't know. Because all the people on your list, you have to have updated details. Where for. they are and X, Y, and Z, yeah. But is Asada really going to fuck off to uh, you know Las Vegas and uh, New York? And- Pamploma. Pen play running after a guy who's running away from bulls with a cup saying piss in this. I need you. Wasn't it the water water case though? Because didn't the starter find him were like in their corner and then Wada went, Well, actually, uh, they're fuck all the you same. Guys. Yeah, yeah it's all, so I think it wouldn't be Wada going, Well, you guys are fucked because we, we like just you no. Know, I don't shit. think Wada actually administer tests. I think yeah. they sort of oversee the whole process. And stuff <laughs> so. Actually, did you see that uh, Wada walked up at uh, Mark Hunt's place? Did they? <laughs> yeah, he gave him a fucking spray. <laughs> he seriously got stuck in him. You fucking can't any testing me, mate. Why are you fucking testing me? I could be a drugs. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I saw he had another go today. I think that's the approach to take with with the. Asada? I, I did see that he, he started the fighters' union. Um, I'm not sure he's the bloke to lead that charge. Well, fuck it. I, I, I'm supporting Mark Hunt. Just let him do what oh, he wants. I'm, yeah. I'm on board he's with him. Every right to be angry. I, yep. I want to see uh, the contracts he puts out because I imagine they're just written in crayon with a lot of fuck. In them. <laughs> It'd be a shake of the hand and he'll remember. Yep. <laughs> Violators this contract get punched in the fucking face. <laughs> right. Geelong, Richmond. Yeah, so... Three-quarter time, up by 35 points. I don't think anybody felt like, nah, they've got this. Well, I've actually gone ahead and made a list of things that aren't as shit as Richmond's fourth quarter. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> things that aren't as shit as Richmond's fourth quarter. Paying taxes? Yeah. Mac Horton's chances of winning the People's Republic of China Friendship Award? Yeah. yeah right. Charles Barkley's golf swing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chances that Ben Brown's parents are related? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Chances Ben Brown's parents are related are more shit than Richmond's. I'd say the chances high. of them being related is 
greater. Aren't as shit. Isn't as shit as right, Richmond's okay. fourth quarter. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So things that aren't as shit as Richmond's fourth quarter. Okay. Don't uh, you forget that. Are not as shit. Not as shit. Yeah. Right. Pauline Hanson's Cantonese. <laughs> <laughs> Mason Cox's basketball background. Yes, yeah. That was a six foot ten dude end up playing AFL. Seriously, that's just fucking shit. out of basketball. Still well, not as shit as Richmond's fourth quarter. I did see there was a stat the other week about if you're near seven foot in the US, there's a seventy percent chance you're going to play pro basketball. Yep, I believe it. Yep, yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Um, so Mason Cox is the outlier. There. Mason Mason Cox is the one. Yeah, he's the one that makes up that one percent. He's six foot ten. Wants yeah. to stop it from being a fact. It's just, yeah. yeah, he's a good chance. Um, the entertainment at a kangaroos game. Hey, we got fucking blow up shit. Yeah, yeah, and shit contests and shit prizes and, and <laughs> it was a bit rough. Match a shit game. T-shirt play. gun that gets yeah. banned. GWS has given away fucking hundred grand for kicking the footy, and we give away like two hundred yeah. bucks. Yeah, and, and no one actually gets. No it. one wants it. <laughs> Things done. as shit as Richmond's fourth quarter. Jake Carlisle's decision making. <laughs> um, uh, things that aren't as shit as Richmond's fourth quarter. We're in a hooker in Rio. Okay. Yeah. Actually, to be honest, it's that could go. be about equal because. Yeah. You'd be stoked, like, for 95% of that, at, at the end, you'd be disappointed, angry, and ashamed of yourself. And I think there's still going to be something that that stays with you for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. And people remind you about it all the time, because <laughs> everyone would know about it. What the fuck? So, we've, we've figured it out. Richmond's yeah. fourth quarter was as sh- shit as... Road on your hooker in Rio de Janeiro. There you go. Yeah. I'm we'll have we a lot of trannies on there as well. Yeah. In the yeah. Copacabana. Hey, hey, you've been there. Yeah, well, you only make that mistake once. Or <laughs> twice. <laughs> It is again. They just like to take that whole quarterback. There was only really two times. Um, no, let's say three because uh, they obviously Vickery scored that one goal. Yeah. But there was only before that. There was only two times where they went forward where they actually looked dangerous. Yeah. And yep. then it was one decision they made wrong, and it yeah. was the last delivery into the forward line where they kicked to a two on one or just should have given the handball yeah. off. And, uh, uh, look, let's make no bones about it. Geelong's kicking definitely put Richmond in the uh, game. Just, <laughs> so, Geelong with a better side all yeah, day. All day, yeah. But we had a chance. And a lot of it was just opportun- opportunistic. Um, as soon as we're quick into the forward line, that's what Rioli and Edwards coming back yeah. really played a huge advantage, mm-hmm. advantage to. So when you've got Rioli and Edwards as well as uh, Lloyd, and they can really play around Jack and just let him be free in the forward yeah. line. But as soon as you get out over the zone, then that's when we start doing it. I think Markov in the back line um, is one that's going to take over Bashahuli. I don't know if he's going to get a spot next year. Um, it's going to be tough for him to get back in, to be honest. So. It should be competition for his spot. Yeah, he's I obviously think, still going to be on the list. Yeah, and Mar- still... Markov and Markon, uh, yeah. both two players, I think are going to take that role and, and take it further. No, I think uh, Hooli's got enough value that they'll be happy to keep him. Otherwise, they might uh, look at doing a bit of a trade for someone. Yeah, Eston needs new players. Single <laughs> back there. Uh, no, they wouldn't give Hooli up for Cloak. Surely not. No. Surely not. <laughs> might give him up for Schultz and get Schultz back. Actually, there was a couple of times in the last quarter where I thought Rioli made the wrong decision. But he's yeah. a first-year yeah. player. Yeah. That's going to happen. You've got a lot of weight on. There were there are a few of those. And one person that did a lot that shouldn't have been doing was Brandon Ellis. Still made some real dumb yeah. dumb decisions around the ball. But he tries hard. Um, he's getting better. It's just slow road. Yeah, it's a long way. Um, it was interesting with the uh, what well, they have twenty seconds from the last um, yeah last uh, play. Yeah. last ball up to try and get it forward. Yep. Uh, very smart with I think Cochin got the free kick and it's just let's go forward. Yep. Like yep. there's no time to think, just get it moving, get it moving. Yep. And you think, all right, Jack, you're going to take yep. a scream, and now's the time to do it. Yep. It's probably uh, half a foot off it. Yeah, yeah, that's it, and that's the way it goes. Look, it's, it's it shouldn't be exciting, uh, but with Richmond game, you you always know there's a chance that yeah. we're going to fuck this up. Um, it was at the start uh, a few people were putting it as the uh, Brownlow Medal favourite versus the number one contender in uh, Dusty and Dangerfield. Well, it could um, be. I think that Dusty won the day though in that yeah. personal battle. Yeah, yeah, I think he did. Um, I don't think it was a really direct head-to-head Never contest. Was. So um, Dusty. See, Dusty is more of his own ball winner, if it makes yeah. sense, whereas Dangerfield can just run. He's a runner, you know what I mean? Yeah. He gets a, he opens up space, whereas Dusty's a bit of uh, up and under, in and under. I mean, Dusty player. prefers the don't argue, whereas yeah. Dangerfield sort of just tries to run through. But Dusty's more, he gets the ball and he'll be the first first cog in whatever your forward yep. motion is going to be. Yeah. Where either it's just kicking it long or His meters ball. gained is yeah. excellent. Too. He had more kicks yeah. than um, Dangerfield had possessions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas Dangerfield's more, he'll grab it and he can out, outrun anyone. Yeah, you know, and so. certainly Richmond look for Martin a lot more. Yeah, we, like, we right, let's to. give it to him and he can do something. Look, it's like Collingwood and Trelaw. Yeah. And that's what I've, I've been saying this because even when Dusty was maybe second, third year, a lot of the Richmond play, uh, supporters hated him. Like, he was not a popular person down at yeah. Richmond. But I always, I always loved him. I thought that he played well. 
He just did stuff off the field that, you know, whatever people were uh, numbers to. But... He just got neck tattoos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's always going to start with yeah. a negative reputation. But I thought his shift. effort on the field was always there, and I yeah. thought it was just a matter of time before it clicks. So, yeah, I, I think that's been vindicated. I've got something right. There's a lot to, to be said for effort. Yeah, exactly. But alas, it wasn't enough because one player can't really change at all. Yeah. So I really hope there's a hairdresser in uh, Richmond who has the Dusty as an option. There'll be plenty. Plenty. That's it. Like, <laughs> just imagine, you know, he's like, all right, son, let's go get a haircut. All right, what do you want? Ah, uh, the Dusty. You fucking what? Let, let's oh, be honest. Shit. No Richmond supporters can afford to live in Richmond. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Coburg. <laughs> Coburg, there'll be the Dusties everywhere. There's lots of homeless there still. Homeless, they're just, uh, they know where the home is, it's just not yeah. worth going back there. <laughs> See, there you go, all the homeless dudes just fucking savage some bloke's head and say, oh, yeah, that's the Dusty, 50 bucks, thanks. Oh, Jesus Christ, thanks. Think so. Exactly savage what happened. someone's head and that's the Dusty. It's like, well, yeah. sharpen some chopsticks. Go to move. Last game for round 21 was Adelaide over in Frio. The result was never in doubt. It was the second last look that Frio fans get of, of the big Pav. Yep. He's having a rest this week. Yep. Um, so he's right for his. Uh, farewell match yeah. in yeah. round 23. Um, something interesting I thought was the ovation that Ballantyne got whenever he got near the ball. Because yep. there was the story broken on Friday, I think, that he's requested a trade to West Coast. Yeah. Is that <laughs> verified? No, it hasn't been verified. Yeah. But um, it it was reported by every man and his dog. Yeah. Uh, however, I thought the Freo fan, fans can be brutal at times. Yeah. They've, they decided, to go, they? they've decided to go with the love um, approach yep. for now. Yep. We'll see what happens come next year if he is lining up for West Coast. Because yep. then it becomes the most hated person in football. Well. Because even West Coast fans aren't going to warm to him. To yeah. be fair, he's probably had that title for a little bit. Um, okay, I'll change it to the most hated of all time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah probably there and probably a badgy wear of pride. <laughs> Why not? Well, well, I've worked hard, thank God. He has been like working to thank, towards this. Some parents. Um, yeah, every- thanks, Dad. You're, you're number two cunt now. Every team has a bastard, but he's yep. your bastard. Exactly, yeah. And when he's not your bastard yeah. anymore? And then, then you look at other, other bastards, you're like, I envy that bastard. <laughs> like him to be our bastard. He's still a bastard, but he should be ours. Um, poor old Freo just uh, chugging along. They've lost their president during the week. Mm. Um, Nat Fife said he's up for going wherever it takes him. He said he'll access his options, which, I don't know, is usually manager speak for we need more money, champ. We're yeah. going to link ourselves to Collingwood. <laughs> the manager goes, don't say shit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Ballantyne's gone. It looks like they, uh, they've they marked Morabito's ticket um, because the press conference that Lyon yep. gave when they asked about Morabito was said, look, you know, we don't know if he's going to play on next year, but geez, we've been good to him, haven't we? You know, we've supported <laughs> yeah. him. Like, the, club, yeah. the club's done well, haven't we? Haven't we? Like everyone, we've, haven't yep. we? We've done really well. Brother, yep. no, 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 no. Good, no, because we, we're going to fucking ax him now. <laughs> Poor lad's had four knee recos. I, mean, I think Lyon's is better him than me. Yeah, well. Well, let's be honest, he's probably just going to take a few stoles down with him. Looks like it. Couldn't happen to a nicer bloke. Yeah, that's true. Um, But Adelaide, again, just waltzing in for a 70-point win. Yep. Um, I think they've only got maybe one or two players to come back from injury. One of them's Jacobs as well. Yeah. So when you look at uh, flag teams, you need your best team on the park, and them and Sydney are just monstering it. Yep. They don't need to rush Jacobs back. I mean, they've got Port next week. Um, Don't have a Ruckman. Yeah, exactly. So I... Look, you want him in, in form, but I don't think they need to um, run the risk. I reckon they just say, look, uh, just suck on a West End in the stand and maybe we'll uh, run you in next week. Tex Walker tried that once and they yeah. got him in trouble. Well, yeah. it was Neil Craig. Yeah, he'd gone. Yep. Um, so <laughs> maybe he'll end up at Brisbane. <laughs> I mean, I've said probably from round three onwards that it's going to be Geelong Sydney grand final. Yeah. Geez, Adelaide are making a case for it. Yeah. I mean, the only thing you're unsure about is how they handle the finals pressure. Yeah. Uh, they did good as young squad last year, but yeah. still made some young mistakes as a in a finals for Well, I mean, they, they won in the MCG, and that's yeah. not a bad effort um, for any interstate side in a final. Yeah. But they, next, they did their research. And then the next week, they came up against Hawthorne, who were angry. Yeah. And that was just... I don't think they could be blamed for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was just Hawthorne were on. Well, Hawthorne have had the number as well, so... Yeah, so, got them by three year. points at the start of the year, but they'll mm. be looking for revenge come finals time, no doubt. Yeah. I think one of the telling stats of this too is 18 bounces to two. Just like, running the ball. I mean, being able to run the ball with yeah, such freedom. Jesus. They could do whatever they wanted. Mm. I mean, what, Eddie kicked five or six and uh, 
sorry, I've just gone blank now. Six. And uh, Jenkins got five. Jenkins got five. Yeah, I think all Lynch of them... Lynch throws were... two in there. Walker gets one, two, so yeah. he'd be disappointed with that. Yeah, Jenkins kicked five, and I don't think... Uh, if you added up the metres of all these goals, I don't think they yeah. reached 40. Mm. I, I think if, if Eddie put in a native title claim, claim for every pocket on every ground <laughs> Australia, he'd probably go through, not a problem. Who's going to argue? Exactly. Pauline Hanson. He's signed it. Yep, dude. It's already yours. Uh, um, so, yeah, Adelaide just coasting in at the minute. Um, I had a look when was the last time they lost, and it was against Geelong in Geelong. And the time they lost before that was against Geelong in Adelaide. Yeah. So uh, they'll, they'll be very uh, happy to play. Well, that's uh, setting up a nice little... Uh, makes for a good story, doesn't it? Dead, uh, rubber match for the third time around, yeah. Well, I think when Hawthorne won in 2013, um, they lost twice to Geelong during the year. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah that'll play out again. Well, that rivalry's almost fizzled out, the Geelong-Hawks um, one. So Adelaide... I reckon prime to step up and actually make Victoria start caring about Adelaide. <laughs> well, so, I mean, they've got the Dangerfield angle, which uh, sells itself, really, doesn't it? Yeah, that's it. And, I mean, pretty hard to hate Dangerfield, though, isn't it? <laughs> He's had a good year. Yeah. Imagine Adelaide do get up and win this year. Jesus. Does Harwick stand a chance, then? For what? Adelaide job? Well, no, no. I'm saying if Adelaide get up and win a premiership, there's got to be some kids going, if that's what it takes... Jesus Christ, you're a dark oh, motherfucker. Right, now I'm with you. You're a okay. dark motherfucker. I thought I was messed up. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> There's some Richmond supporters out there, though, that have thought it. <laughs> All right, on that bombshell, uh, let's move on to round 22, uh, the penultimate round, as I like to say. Yep. Uh, Friday night, West Coast hosting Hawthorne. Um, unbelievably, the West Coast are probably going to walk in favourites now. Yeah. Really? Oh, maybe. I mean, last time they met Hawthorne at Subi um, was uh, the qualifying final last year, and they got over in a canter by 40-odd yeah. points. And their 40-odd points was flattering yep. the way they did it. Big Nick Nat against uh, Segler and McAvoy. It's going to be a tough ask. I think um, if you're Segler and McAvoy, you can either look at it and say, well, we don't really need to win. We're a game well, clear. They need to win. Yeah, if they lose, they uh, they lose top spot and a home qualifying final. Yeah, but they, you know... They, it, it's not a do or die. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't think they're going to go out and I try and... I know, man. <laughs> Some of your fucking theories are do or die. <laughs> they're not going to go out and try and belt Nick Nat, is what I mean. Um, they're going to play him... Just torture him a little bit. Oh, a little bit. They're going to play him uh, about 80% of what they would in a final. You're going to put a lot of uh, body work into him, I think. They Hawthorne still need to win. Yeah, yeah. Hawthorne want this one just to... Get a bit of confidence out of West Coast coming into the finals yeah, because that is uh, well. that's almost just as important is making sure your opposition aren't going to go in the old guns firing. Well, I mean, the difference between a win and a loss is playing the first week of finals in Sydney and then uh, a home prelim or uh, playing against Sydney in Melbourne. Yep. You know, it's, uh, it makes a, a lot of difference and I think they're really after it. I mean, the other way is they could... Uh, lose this game and then beat Collingwood in round 23 by 184 points. Which is yep. not impossible. Um, you know, might get their percentage up, but I can't see that happening. Uh, North go to Hobart to play Sydney. This is one of those ones that can be... It's going to be interesting for North because uh, we get Jacobs back, Higgins might come back, um, Nahas is out, which is great. That's great. He had a shocker. Yeah, <laughs> He's... You he's an above-average VFL player, but yeah. Jesus Christ, he's, he has some bad decisions in the in the big league. Well, I think uh, Benny Brown and Thompson come back, and that uh, Benny Brown makes a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. His, his one grab is brilliant, and his yeah. ability to just kick straight. Having said that, I would not drop Majak. No, I keep him. No, I Mad think Majak. he's taking too many marks. I <laughs> think uh, out of the talls, it's going to be Petrie that drops out. Ooh. Well, he's the only one that can kick goals, though. Yeah, Because think... Majak kicked no goals three. Um, yeah. which is a bit unfortunate. But every time he got near the ball, yeah. geez, he looked dangerous. Look, his best work was around the wing yeah. um, forward flank area. That's where he's yeah. strong. And then he'd run. And he can run quick. Mm. Uh, the hard work Can't that he's put him. in has paid off because he's looking big, solid, and, and fluid with the game. So good well, on that um, bloke. The, the advantage for all he has on a lot of players he plays on is upper body strength. Yeah. He does not have that with door. I mean, yeah. yeah. I'd, you'd probably say it was they split the... Put the money in the, no, over the door, week, door kick straight. He he won that matchup by a mile. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the only yeah. way that Frawley doesn't look like he lost is because yeah. door didn't kick straight. Yeah, but mind you, neither of them are football geniuses. No, no. One's a full back, so it goes <laughs> goes in the territory. Uh, Tarrant on Franklin is a matchup um, for the year. I think if yep. uh, Tarrant wins this one, then I think he gets his All Australian jumper. 
Yeah, you have to go close. I I think he's he's definitely had his hand up all season. He's yep. been um you know, there's not that many big backmen that can uh do what Tarrant does. No. No. Uh he takes a nice mark too, not just stopping the the key forwards. He had a good yep. day on, on Gunston last week. Mm. Um but I, I think he's he he's a a probably for the All Australian, but if he let's say he beats Franklin or Franklin kicks one or two only, yep. you go, Okay, champ, it's yours. Wait yeah. you stick him in the centre off back and Having said that, I think that the midfield of Sydney is just ridiculous. Yeah, there was. Oh. They don't tend to bomb long. It's disgusting that midfield. Not they, they find Franklin a lead, and his uh, ability to get space is crazy. Like oh. just the the push off and burst, and then the balls lace out, and yeah. you know, nothing a backman can do on that sort yeah. of occasion. Even Parker's ability to get free around the fifty meter line last week yeah. was just embarrassing. He's an athlete. Yeah. Uh, Richmond and St Kilda at the MCG, the start of the dead rubbers. Well, I'm hoping that Saints still got a bit of belief in finals, even though it's not mathematically no. possible. So no, unless they can win three out of the next two. Yeah, well, you know. So about Richmond. Well, I don't want ninth spot. I want to get draft picks. So <laughs> I mean, you, you never want your team to lose, but um, <laughs> you kind of do. It kind of wouldn't hurt. That's all I'm saying. Well, Hardwick needs some wins. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I, of... I don't believe the hype behind Hardwick. I think he's probably safe. I reckon he's sweet. So he's going to win this one, Richmond or St Kilda? We'll get across the line. Tigers? Yeah. Oh, I reckon Saints. I think Tigers. MCG, MCG. Yeah. MCG, MCG, yeah. MCG, yeah. Uh, I'll go for the Tigers. GWS hosting Frio. Um, percentage? Yeah. If it's in oh, Australia, I'm picking GWS. Yep. Jesus. It it will be a fucking slaughter. Uh, GWS will even be resting... Uh, sorry, Frio will be resting players as well. Um, Pav's not making the trip over. Yeah. Here's uh, one thing. With GWS, probably going to host a home final. and de- Definitely going to host a home final. I know final. nothing about rugby league, but I did a little bit of research and uh, saw the Parramatta West Tigers are shit. So how would a home final go there with crowd? Like, would they get behind it or... Absolutely. Would be the one that really pushes them into a solid membership base? I or? think the worst thing that could happen... Is, is they recruit they- Jared Hayne. Is if they play the grand, their final against Sydney. Yeah, you're Because then right. it goes to ANZ Stadium. Yep, yeah. I think they want to play it at home, so yep. they've got a chance to put 25,000 on yeah. the board. Yeah, and I'd like to see see the fans, it's like the the dodgy fucking fans get out there and make that yeah. a really unwelcoming place for an opposition uh, uh, team to come to. I want to, I want to be hostile there. And that's why want, I think would just Western, Western Suburbs could own that arena. Yeah. You want to see them to have those dodgy fucking fans. The fans that go along and just give everyone shit. Yeah. Well, the problem with dodgy fans is they keep giving them a hundred grand. They're not going to be dodgy yeah. anymore, are they? Well, they keep trying to make it like a, a family environment, but they don't realize all the families about the suburbs are dodgy as fuck. So, <laughs> well, they give away so many free wrong, tickets. Wrong market. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it could be great though for New South Wales because they a very good chance in the first week they have two finals. Yep. Um, in there, so that'll be going a long way for GWS to uh, play. Um, you know, deep into the finals. Yeah. Imagine if that happened, and then West Coast had to play a home final at the G. Uh, oh. th- that rule's gone. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, the, it has to be, be one, has to be one prelim at the, at the G. Yeah, th- they got rid of that after... <laughs> oh, jeez, there'd be Vic Bias cries. Well, there was. They'd be right. I mean, <laughs> after Brisbane in 2004 had to play a home final against uh, Collingwood, I think, at the MCG. Mm. Um, next, we've got Collingwood at and Gold Coast at Etihad. So Collingwood play their one home game a year at Etihad. Yep. Um, it could be an interesting one after Gold Coast were disappointing this week. Yeah. Interesting if anyone turns up, to be honest. Yeah, it could be as well. Well, I mean, yeah, they've run out of players in the Gold Coast. So they've pretty much got uh, wingers on the on the ball and people playing in a position, so this could go anyway. Um, another chance for Lynch to thin hopes at the Coleman, but I think he's he's left it behind now. Yeah, I think he's yeah, I, I done, but see it happening. may as well make something interesting. Yeah. Give it well, a go. You- that's about all you can hype this game up for. Yeah. Just say, will he get it? And, you know, will Travis Cloak play, which he, he won't because... I'd kick I'd... five in the weekend, though. Oh, look, he deserves to. But if... I think uh, Buckley's fallen out of love. Well, you got Darcy Moore there. He's just getting mm, better and better. Just killing you, it. you can't hold him back. No. Um, and, you know, he'll be somewhere else next year, you'd think. The best thing about Cloak going shit is that they had to put up with two other Cloaks just to get him. Yeah. <laughs> How much does that fucking suck? And they, he uh, held out for the big money too. Yeah. Um, the showdown number 480, who cares? Uh, Port Adelaide will get rolled by Adelaide. How yep. much? I did oh, see... Uh, 103. I did see Tex was talking it up saying, oh, you know, it's showdown, form is out the window. Yeah. Like, get nah, down the armour. I was going to say, it's, it's not even an Adelaide home game, so it's not like he's uh, drumming up uh, yeah. business or anything. I think he's just trying to get people to turn up. Um, just because he wants, he wants them to see him when he kicks four. 
Carlton Melbourne um, on uh, on the Sunday. Uh, Melbourne opposite ends of form. You yeah. can't pick Carlton, can you? That's it though. But this year, when you can't pick Carlton, they they're the games yeah, they've won. Shit. You're right. But after they've just lost to Brisbane, it's very hard to make a case for them to beat Melbourne, who yeah. are in form. Melbourne, Melbourne, Melbourne are also an outside chance to knock off North for the eighth spot. So, so I mean, they've got to win this and beat Geelong in Geelong. Yeah, so I think they'll be out there to uh, smash Carlton. And I don't think Carlton can resist too much. Uh, we... Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Go to Lions versus the Cats. At the Gabba, and <laughs> I, I reckon the only people turning up are going to be the Geelong well, Travellers. Lions have upset the Cats before at the Gabba. It's yeah, just so it, funny, it, you've got the Lions versus the Pussycats. Yeah. And the Pussycats are going to fuck them up. <laughs> <laughs> the Lions are the ones that are yeah not yeah. looking that great. I'm saying that it's it's a long shot, but there's a the, if you're getting, I don't know, 500 to 1, uh, you think about it. Yeah, it's it's money, Put a sneaky fiber on it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Essendon and the Bulldogs round out the round. Um, Essendon, are, I think they'll put the key on the rack now. Yeah. Two wins is enough. Yeah. Bulldogs will play safe footy and win by 30 on. Yeah, it'll be a boring affair I'm going to pick. Yep. They've got players in the rack. Um, I just hope the Bulldogs get away without injuries. Injury free is all they need. All right, that'll do us for this episode. Um, like we always say, go to the clickingballs.com, SoundCloud, Twitter and Facebook and all yeah. that kind of shit. Yep. Or drop by and say hi. We went to the footy with uh, Richmond and St. Kilda or something. Yeah, we might go to the Tigers and Saints this week. See how yeah. we go. Yep. All right, that'll do us. Bye-bye. Right, see you next Peace. Tuesday.